Welcome to today's podcast or reading daily reflection for 27th of February, a unique stability. Where does AA get its direction? These practical folks then read tradition too and learn that the sole authority in AA is a loving God as he may express himself in the group conscience. The elder statement is the one who sees the wisdom of the group's decision, who hold no resentment over his reduced status, whose judgment fortified by considerable experience is sound, and who is willing to sit quietly on the sidelines, patiently awaiting developments. Let's go ahead and pray, family. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I just finished reading from 12 and 12 Traditions, page 132 and 135. And you know what it says that uh, the tradition, what does the tradition say? Why do I throw those things at myself? I should know what the tradition, our common welfare comes first Personal recovery depends upon AA unity. That says to me, bring a dollar, get some rest, and the love of the group will sustain you, and you'll have a life that's changed or your wildest dreams. That's what it said to me in the beginning, and that's what saved me, tradition one. And because truth was in the middle of the, of the room, and truth was easy, does it? Truth was saying, live and let live. Truth was saying, but for the grace of God. Truth was saying, easy does it, 24 hours a day. Truth was saying, think, 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 think. And what else? Uh, First things first, truth was saying that. Okay, back to the reading. Into the fabric of recovery from alcoholism are woven the 12 steps and the 12 traditions. As my recovery progressed, I realized that the new mantle was tailored made for me. The elders of the group gently offered suggestions when change seemed impossible. Everyone's shared experiences became the substance for treasured friendships. I know that the fellowship is ready and equipped to aid each suffering alcoholic at all crossroads in life, in a world beset by many problems. I find this assurance a unique stability. I share the gift of sobriety. I offer God my gratitude for the strength I receive in a fellowship that truly exists for the good of all members. Amen. What a beautiful reading, huh? All right, let's go ahead and read Proverbs 27 for today. Proverbs 27 says, Proverbs 27 says, here we go. Oh, well, my... uh, It's not working, but I do have a Bible right here. Let me read it from the uh, Holy Bible. 
The NIV, it says here, Proverbs 27 is... Proverbs 27. Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring. Let someone else praise you and not your own mouth, an outsider and not your own lips. Stone is heavy and sand a burden, but a fool's provocation is heavier than both. Anger is cruel and fury overwhelming, but who can stand before jealousy? Better is open rebuke than hidden love. Wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. One who is full loads honey from the comb, but to the hungry, even what is bitter tastes sweet. Like a bird that flees its nest is anyone who flees from home. Perfume and incense bring joy to the heart. And the pleasantness of a friend springs from the heartfelt advice. Do not forsake your friend or a friend of your family. And do not go into your relative's house when disaster strikes you. Better a neighbor nearby than a relative far away. Be wise, my son, and bring joy to my heart. Then I can answer anyone who treats me with contempt. The prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple keep going and pay the penalty. Take the garment of one who puts up security for a stranger, hold it in pledge if it is done for an outsider. If anyone loudly blesses their neighbor early in the morning, it will be taken as a curse. A quarrelsome wife is like the dripping of a leaky roof in a rainstorm. Restraining her is like restraining the wind or grasping oil with the hand. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. The one who guards a fig tree will eat his fruit, and whoever protects their master will be honored. As water reflects the face of one's life reflects the heart. As water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. Death and destruction are never satisfied and neither are human eyes. The crucible for silver and the furnace for gold, but people are tested by their praise. Though you grind a fool in a mortar, grinding them like a grain with a pestle, you will not remove their folly from them. Be sure you know the conditions of your flock. Give careful attention to your herds. For riches do not endure forever, and a crown is not secure for all generations. When the hay is removed and new growth appears, and the grass from the hills is gathered in, the lands will provide you with clothing and the goats with the price of a field. You will have plenty of goat's milk to feed your family, and to nourish your female servants. Amen. Thank you, family. God bless you. Give them heaven. Let's go ahead and pray out with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. 
Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back, family. It's working. Welcome to today's podcast. I'm Fernando Alcoholic and your secretary. Let us open this meeting with a moment of silence followed by the serenity prayer, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change those things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. All right. The fellowship comprises of men and women, people, that have chosen to stay sober and make a difference in their lives and the lives of others, who have repented from their bad conduct of overindulging and letting others take care of us. Now we got to do the hard work, folks, and take care of others and continue to get no thanks for it and just continue to do it, to eat crow. And crow that's alive, too. All right, that's another topic. I'm going to go ahead and read today's daily reflection, please. No ordinary success story. Again, no ordinary success story. AA is no success story in the ordinary sense of the world. Word. It is a story of suffering transmuted under grace. Into spiritual progress. As Bill sees at page 35. Upon entering AA, I listened to others talk about the reality of their drinking, loneliness, terror, and pain. As I listened further, I soon heard a description of a very different kind. The reality of sobriety. It is a reality of freedom and happiness, of purpose and direction, and of serenity and peace with God, ourselves, and others. By attending meetings, I am reintroduced to that reality. Over and over, I see it in the eyes and hear it in the voices of those around me. By working the program, I find the direction and strength with which to make it mine. The joy of AA is that this new reality is available to me. Woohoo! Amen. And that, I'm Fernando Macaholic, and I approve of this message. <laughs> the reality of their drinking, their loneliness, their terror, and their pain. And as, as I listened further, I soon heard a description of a very different kind. The reality of sobriety, and that's, that's recovery too, that's restoration too. Um, it is a reality of freedom and happiness. Wow, freedom and happiness. We are not under the curse of the, of the drink anymore. We're now a purpose and direction of helping others and helping them direct and setting them in place and of serenity and peace with God. 
Isn't that the ultimate? A system where we can have serenity and peace with God automatically through osmosis? A system where freedom and happiness is the, uh, the norm, the norm, the laughter? The happiest place on earth is not Disneyland. It's in an AA meeting where all people are surrendered. And unfortunately, there's some people that are not surrendered. They're still fighting, unable to be honest with themselves and love themselves. So they fight everybody else. The levels of honesty in AA. So I probably have levels of honesty. I got to get, you know, continually dig. My sponsor says, I'll hold the light. You dig. For, you know, search for character defects. Being in this program along, I can I can sense character defects in people, you know, on just the way they um, they they uh, insult, you know, and uh, and it's deep in their heart, deep in their DNA, and I just I practice love and tolerance, love and tolerance, and uh, it it's gonna win me. A reward. It always does. Love and tolerance. I don't do it to the best of my ability. Sometimes I have to be bluntly honest. And when I'm bluntly honest with the people around me is that I, I trust them and love them more. It seems like the people I don't trust and I don't love, I love less. I am not as honest as I should be. So thank God we have a recovering process. I am not perfect. I have spiritual progress. Amen. Okay, with that, we're going to go ahead and move over and read our our uh, Proverbs for the day. Proverbs 26. So we can be enlightened about character defects a little more. Verse 1. Praise for a fool is out of place, like snow in summer or rain in harvest time. Curses cannot hurt you unless you deserve them. They are like birds that fly by and never fly light, never land. Isn't that awesome? Curses cannot hurt us unless we deserve them. So, folks, don't judge, criticize, condemn. Just do that tw 20 dime situation is flipped. Always be moving 10, 20 dimes from one pocket to the other. Every time you, you God bless somebody, especially they don't deserve it, you say, God bless you. You wanted to say something else, right? But God bless you. You wanted to scream something else. But just continue to do it. And you'd be surprised. Curses cannot hurt you. If you curse a person that's cursed, what do you think is going to happen? You're going to make a direct line for that curse to jump on you. We have to be grown-ups. Uh, these laws are spiritual laws. Well, we give out. Judge not or you'll be judged. Send them mercy. Send them grace. Send them forgiveness. Send them spiritual help by saying, uh, the, the Lord bless you. The Lord help you. God bless you. Amen. Doesn't that feel good? Curses cannot hurt you unless you deserve them. You know how they used to say, hey, you're asking for it. You're asking for a whipping. You're asking for it. 
It's because you're you are I am in need all the time of need of attention or something. But now we put it on the blessing side. You're asking for a blessing. You're asking for a blessing. You're asking for a blessing. And when you keep blessing people, you're asking for a blessing. And what it uh, our master said, by the way, when the big book refers to the master, they're talking about Jesus. The master said, uh, what did he say? Um, As a man thinketh, so he is. Anyway, uh, judge not or you'll be judged. I lost my thought. It was a, it was another blessing. All right, let's move along. Verse 3. You have to whip a horse. You have to brittle a donkey. And you have to beat a fool. If you answer a silly question, you are just as silly as the person who asked it. Give a silly answer to a silly question. And the one who asked it will realize that he's not as smart as he thinks. If you let a fool deliver a message, you might as well cut off your own feet. You are asking for trouble. A fool can use a proverb about as well as a crippled people can use their legs. Praising someone who is stupid makes as much sense as tying a stone in a sling. A fool quoting a wise saying reminds you of a drunk trying to pick a thorn out of his hand. An employer who hires any fool that comes along is only hurting everybody concerned. A fool doing some stupid thing, a second time is like a dog going back to his vomit. The most stupid fool is better off than those who think they are wise when they are not. Why don't lazy people ever get out of the house? What are they afraid of, lions? Lazy people turn over in bed. They get no farther than a door swinging on its hinges. Some people are too lazy to put food on their own mouths. A lazy person would think he is smarter than seven men who can give good reason for their opinions. Getting involved in an argument that is none of your business is like going down the street and grabbing a dog by the ears. Someone who tricks someone else and then claims that he was only joking is like a crazy person playing with a deadly weapon. Without wood, a fire goes out. Without gossip, quarreling stops. Charcoal keeps the embers glowing. Wood keeps the fire burning. And troublemakers keep arguments alive. Gossip is so tasty how we love to swallow it. Insincere talk that hides what you are really thinking is like a fine glaze on a cheap clay pot. A hypocrite hides hate behind flattering words. They may sound fine, but don't believe him because his heart is filled to the brim with hate. He may disguise his hatred, but everyone will see the evil things he does. People who set traps for others get caught themselves. People who start landslides get crushed. You have to hate someone to want to hurt him. 
with lies. Insincere talk brings nothing but ruin. All right, friends. Uh, in the Spanish version, I read this earlier, and it said, there's more hope for a fool that knows he's a fool than a fool with his own opinions. There's more hope for a fool that knows he's a fool than a fool locked on his own opinions. Okay, now, uh, I'm going to thank you. Well, the best way to get out of foolishness is to have God arrest your foolishness by thanking God that you're a fool. Thank you, God, that your ways are foolish. And, and if you know it, you're blessed. And if you practice thanking God for your foolishness, it gets rid of our pride, our ego, our insensitivity, our, our hurt feelings. It heals us and purges us from evil and gets us right back standing with God, which is a learning mode, a student mode, the eternal newcomer, the attitude. I want to learn. I want to. I want to give. I want to give you attention. I want to learn what you, what you are learning. God bless you. Thank you for coming to today's study, today's daily reflections, and later on, I'm going to introduce, bring back the uh, 24-hour little book. I have it here somewhere. I am on vacation. I don't have my books with me. All of them. But God bless you. Have a great day. Give them heaven, family. I'm asking for a lot, huh? For remarkable reports. I have one. All right. <laughs> I lost my wallet. <laughs> I got my pull up. I was looking under the bed, under the dresser. And I started thinking, I went to go eat dinner at, at this little, uh, you thank god you lost it yeah all right that's a, that, you heard that did you hear that then no but you got to thank god that act like you let it go and thank god you lost it because what is that helping us to do so i, I can completely understand that no, wait, wait, tell her rick tell me rick <laughs> sir i said but it, it keeps going down and 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 i and then i went to another guy and he charged me 17 bucks because he said he cleaned the rim and he put a new stem it still kept going down i kept putting air and i was busy running up and down california going to nevada helping people not making you know just being of service and i kept thanking god thanking god thanking god and then I would go to so many gas stations that I would have to buy a candy or something. And then, hey, can I get some air? Can I get some air? Or I buy a lotto ticket. I bought some lottery tickets in Sacramento. 
when I went back to LA, the, the car was almost down. I said, I'm gonna have to take the car to the gas station on a side like this. Yeah, so, I didn't want to change the tire. It's a big car. And uh, I took it over there. So I might as well, before I say, hi, good morning, they're opening up six in the morning. And I checked my ticket and it was $1,478 on the ticket. Wow. But I thank God for two months for that tire. And I pay, I didn't complain to the guy when he charged me 17 bucks and it still went down. I, I thank God for it. I thank God for it. I thank God for it. You know what happened? At first I got angry. And then I got self-pity. And then I told God, don't you know I should be in a Rolls Royce? I'm doing your work here. But then when I accepted it and I said, I'll do this for the rest of my life, it doesn't bother me anymore. It felt like it was, you know, no problem. It was like opening the door and the key, putting air in the tire. That's how it, it, uh, it became. And anyway, uh, I'll, I'll finish this was off. I bought two tires. We finally, I, I bought two used tires for the front because, you know, it's, it's. And uh, I, when I took that rim, I took it to a, a guy that knew what he's talking about. He looked at it. He said, "There's a there's a there's a hairline crack on the aluminum wheel, and when you put the pressure of the car back on it, that's how the air goes down." Wow! And uh, so thanking God makes me money. <laughs> makes me money. <laughs> well, well, I wanna uh, at first. Uh, it's been about a week, and and my back went out, and it was excruciating pain I couldn't walk um, but as we moved our way through this I started thinking about I, I gotta thank God it was hard at first thanking him for the pain um, but now that I'm getting on the other side because you, you start thinking you start thinking this is gonna be my life for the rest of my life this is awful I'm upstairs I can't get down the stairs so so, so you know, a lot of people came in that my, my children came in and helped, you know, they, they did shifts kind of like it in bringing me something to eat and meat. I walked back and forth up here and, and as I was walking and even in pain, I started thanking God because I could walk. I could walk, it hurts, but I could walk. And that now when I get well, I really got to figure out, you know, um, researching on some doing things to learn to support my back because I don't want this to ever happen. Uh, have you ever had back spasms, you guys? Yeah. Oh, my God. I throw my back out, too. And a what? So I throw my back out, too. Oh, my God. Oh, I never want to do that again. Never, never. So I'm going to work hard on trying to build my body back up. And thank Jesus that he's going to make it possible. Yeah, he's going to boot us in the rear end and get going and walking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah, I got to walk, too. Uh, my back, when my back used to go out, I used to go down two or three weeks. I can hardly, you know, reach for something. That's me. You know, but then as the time goes on, I start, started walking. I started talking to it. I said, you're not the boss. I'm the boss here. Get up and get going and stuff like that. Because it has a mind of its own, you know. It wants attention. Yes. So, you know, I just yes. thank God for it. But, you know, it's a significant thing that uh, Rick found his wallet because a month ago, a month ago, I lost it. 
I lost my wallet at Albertsons. You know that day? Remember that day that we had pancakes for the first time? Yeah. Well, I had lost my wallet the day before or something. No, that Friday, I lost it. So when we made hamburgers at nighttime, I had no wallet. So I had to start thanking God, thanking God, thanking God. I went to Albertsons, no, 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 nothing. I thank God Saturday, I thank God Sunday. And then finally Monday, I had accepted it, it is gone. Okay, God, thank you, God. I can always replace everything. I stopped moaning and groaning, but I imagined it seeing it. I imagined it looking at it. And uh, I went to the police department and I checked in and I said, hey, I lost my wallet. And they said, well, come in here. And they got me and they locked me up. <laughs> they put, they, now they put me in a little room where I couldn't get out. They had a little code. And they said, well, this, what's your name? What's your address? What's this? What's, you know, they were just checking me out. They didn't care about the wallet. And then finally, you know, I didn't have any, any, any priors or anything, thank God. And, uh, and they said, okay, if we, they didn't even say, well, if we, someone turns in the wallet, we'll call you. They didn't have, they were safe. They found it. They just said, okay, you're, you're clear. You can go. Yeah. My, my sponsor tells me, um, when you lose something, not to get all what he called it about it, because God will help you find it when you're supposed to. Amen. Amen. And, and and we help God by thanking him that he's, you know, he's the all, what do you call it? The, 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 the all, the strong one. God is the strong one. He's the lead bull. The lead bull, the lead dog that, that, you know, will. And if he wants me, wants me not to have it, fine. I, I needed a new picture anyway. I was like. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you for coming in here. Uh, put on there. <laughs> you know, we had a, a beautiful reading for today. We're going to go start off with the uh, daily reflection. We're going to start off with the daily reflection. And, uh, okay, so, and then we'll, let's go ahead and, and pray. I'm going to bring it up right here. That's why I'm off screen. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Amen. Okay, this is our topic for today. It's called Mysterious Paradoxes, okay? It says, such is the paradox of AA. Regeneration, strength arising out of complete defeat and weakness. The loss of one's old life as a condition for finding a new one. And that's from AA Comes of Age, page 46, the book. What glorious mysteries paradoxes are. They do not compute, yet when, we, when recognized and accepted, they reaffirm something in the universe beyond human logic. When I face a fear, I am given courage. When I support a brother or sister, my capacity to love myself is increased. When I accept pain as part of the growing experience of life, I realize a greater happiness. When I look at my dark side, I am brought into new light. When I accept my vulnerabilities and surrender to a higher power, I am graced with unforeseen strength. I stumble through the doors of AA in disgrace expecting nothing from life and I have been giving hope and dignity miraculously the only way to keep the gifts of the program is to pass them away 
to pass them away, pass them on, excuse me. <laughs> what an incredible reading. You guys can uh, look at aa.org and maybe read along with me in the future. If not, would, would somebody please bring it up and read it again so we can really concentrate on today's reading, please? What's the name of it again? It's, it's uh, aa.org, Today's Daily Reflection. Okay. Or, or you have the book. You and some of us might have the book. No, I don't have the book. It's the daily reading. I used to. I don't have do, do you have the book? Uh, do you, can you have access to it, Rick? No. I would have to buy it. That's, that's almost similar to what we were talking about, huh? About thanking God for situations and then... I was I was in a in a dentist shop and this guy came. He was undocumented, and he told me that. And uh, I was helping him in the Spanish how to talk to the to the dentist lady. And the lady says, "Well, we'll have to do this. We'll have to take X-rays." I go, "This guy is in pain. He just he's just an emergency. You know, he just doesn't he doesn't have time for that. He doesn't have an address. He's undocumented. He just he just see if he can do it." He goes, "Okay, we'll put him in the seat." So I had to interpret for him. And then he was there just yelling with pain. I said, start thanking Jesus that your your tooth hurts in Spanish. Dale gracias a Dios que te duele. Dale gracias a Jesús que te duele. And he looked at me, so he started saying it to himself. And he goes, wow. He goes, se está bajando el dolor. He goes, the pain is, is lowering. Well. And then we both had our eyes closed, and we were thanking God, thanking God. And when I opened my eyes... There was a guy in a white robe there with a beard, black beard, looking at us. Oh. It was the dentist. <laughs> and he said, he said, let me open your mouth. He looked at it and he said, $80, I'll pull that tooth out. He goes, okay, okay. <laughs> and I, I, they took care of him without going through the all the all the Rachel Moreau or whatever. What a blessing for that guy. Okay, um, real fast, I, I found the uh, reflections. Of, uh, Rich, do you know that on your phone, if you go into Google or whatever your, you know, uh, engine is, Yahoo, whatever, something like that, e e email, you can put in um, aa.org slash reflections and it'll pop up that little book he's talking about. Yeah. But now when I do that, oh, page 46, is that the, which, the first thing that's showing me? I don't know. Go ahead and read it. Um, it says A comes of age, 46. Yeah, that's it. Page, okay, the mystery, the paradox. Okay. Every day it'll be different. Okay. Go I ahead. got it. Thank you. Go ahead and read it for us one more time so we can... Okay. Let me... I was let me fight. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, what glorious mysteries, paradox! What glorious mysteries, paradoxes are. They do not compute. Yet, when recognized and accepted, they reaffirm something in the universe beyond human logic. When I face a fear, I am given courage. When I support a brother or sister, my capacity to love myself is is increased. When I accept pain as part of the growing experience of life I recognize a greater happiness when I look at my dark side I am brought into new light 
when I accept my vulnerabilities, I can't say the word, and surrender to a higher power, I embraced with unforeseen strength. I stumbled through the doors of AA and disgrace, expecting nothing from life, and I have been given hope and dignity. Miraculously, the only way to keep the gifts of the program is to pass them on. Wow, wow. Okay, let's go ahead and comment on that. Um, it seems like I like. Uh, it seems like that fear. When you thank God for the fear, you're giving courage. When you thank God for the pain, you're giving. So that that that's what that's what I'm Fernando alcoholic. That's what happens with everything that comes my way. There is an equivalent or a higher equivalent on when I involve God in it. Right? Is that what I got out of it? Yes. There's an equivalent solution that God loves to be part of our lives, and that's the way He's part of our lives, you know, and one situation after another. It's hope. It's, it's the feeling of hope rising up inside that when you're pressed down and feeling despair, um, and you read something like this, it's like speaking to your heart, and thank God, you know, every, we can't do everything. But God can give us something like this and start raising our spirits again to connect with that. With that, I say uh, in, in support groups, I say to that thing that's greater than me, because that covers for me. It covers everything and uh, all choices that people have to believe in that universal. You know, some people say universe. Some people say doorknob. Some people, I don't know. All I know is that covers everything. Amen. Okay, give it to us, Rick. What's that? Your 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 views on the today's reading on the paradoxes. I had I had a guy tell me that's the stupidest thing I ever heard. And thank God that my feet hurt. <laughs> you know, you, you, people say that, and and. Um, and he died a year later. He mixed up his medication with uh, taking too many. And the guy was living with me. You know, he was renting a room. And they found him dead in my... Uh, the police did because he left his car out there and it was getting tickets. I was I was vacationing and they called me and they said... And luckily the air conditioner was on full blast like he always done it. <laughs> and he went out to the big meeting in the sky. God bless my friend. And uh, he became like a brother. He came out of a rehab. He needed a place to stay. And I needed someone to watch the house for me because the plants and, and I was going to be gone for a couple of months traveling. Uh, I thought I prayed the day before and, and then he called me to say the, the next day. I said, well, that's too coincidental. He goes, I'm living in my car. And he was the nicest guy you ever did see. Uh, from Russian descent, you know, and um, anyway, still my like a brother, like a brother to me. All right, thank you, uh, Rick. I'm sorry, Rick. Your turn. Yeah, give us the business, sir. What do you think about thanking God? Are you gonna tell others if they lose their wallet to thank God? <laughs> You know, that's you a don't get it yet, Rick. That's why they don't get it yet. 
Yeah. You know, it just kind of rises up to a higher bird's eye view, like a kite. You have a kite that there's no wind, and you keep pulling the string and string. I said, why is not my life working? And he keeps pulling. I keep putting more and more string. You have to thank God that there's no air. That's the stupidest thing I ever heard of. Thank God that there's no air, and then the air starts blowing. <laughs> and your kite goes up, and you're able to see where you where you've been. You know, if you're going the wrong direction, or um, and have life in abundantly in the now. That's the beauty of it. That you stop and you listen and you and you start living. When when we're not thanking God, I don't think we're really living abundantly. Even if it's it's a painful situation, you know, great things can start. Great things, great um, and great uh, careers. Great careers have started with a problem and thanking God for a problem. They say necessity is the mother of, of invention, right? You know, so we, uh, so now we have this, we have to pass it on. You know, I just thank God for, for my, uh, my addictions. They gotten me here with the wonderful folks that we can talk and laugh and have fun. And without you guys and me connecting with it, then I'm not fulfilling one of the basic human needs that people need is, is communications, love and respect. And be able to someone to listen to and listen and be and listen to and listen to each other. And I'm talking fellow Yeah, not a battleship, huh, Rick? Now we're throwing ourselves off of <laughs> call it, I got my battleship used to call Tomahawk. Okay. <laughs> All right, talk to us, Rick. Well, uh, how thankful are you are to, to have your wallet back, for one? I'm very grateful. Was everything... Thank you, God. Yeah, was there everything in it? Yeah, everything was in it. Money, oh. cards? Yeah, even money. Yeah. Yeah, with this new concept, I lose my wallet just about once a year, and I get it back with, with all the money and all the cards and everything, and... I learned to let go and let God. That's that's easy to say, but it's very hard to do. Let go and let God. And uh, like your back, like your back, like my wallet, like a a, a a child, a loved one, or or an offense. Someone tries to offend you. You know. Yeah, let go and let God. Thank God. Thank God. You know. Good. I'm going to read to you right here from page 25 of the AA Big Book. It says, The great fact is just this and nothing less, that we had had deep and effective spiritual experiences. That's what that is. That's what we're talking about. Which have revolutionized our whole attitude towards life, towards our fellows, and towards God's universe. The central fact of our life today is the absolute certainty that our Creator has entered into our hearts and lives in a way which is indeed miraculous. He has commenced to accomplish those things for us which we could never do by ourselves. <laughs> and that's what you said earlier, Deb, that he... Yeah. I usually say he hits a home run. He allows me to run the bases. <laughs> okay, let's go to page 100, Rick, and take it home. 100 and then the promises... 
please. I, lo I love this stuff here. Greetings, family. Welcome to today's podcast of Daily Reflection and Proverbs 21. Let's go ahead and open this meeting with a moment of silence, followed by the serenity prayer, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. All right, AA is a fellowship of men and women who share their experience, strength, and hope with each other that may solve their common problem and help others to recover from alcoholism. The only requirement for membership is a desire to stop drinking. Thank you so much. Let's go ahead and read today's daily reflections. Get us started for the day. I am part of the whole. At once, I became a part, if only a tiny part, 
of a cosmos, as Bill sees it, page 225. When I first came to AA, I decided that they were very nice people. Perhaps a little naive, a little too friendly, but basically decent, earnest people with whom I had nothing in common. I saw them at meetings. After all, that was where they ex existed. I shook hands with them, and when I went out the door, I forgot about them. Then one day, my higher power, whom I did not then believe in, arranged to create a community project outside of AA, but one which happened to involve many AA members. We worked together. I got to know them as people. I came to admire them, even to look like them, and in spite of myself, to enjoy them. Their practice of the program in their daily lives, not just in talk at meetings, attracted me, and I wanted what they had. Suddenly, the day became we. I have not had a drink since. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And I'm Fernando Alcoholic. I approve of that message. That's exactly what happened to me. They kept me above board and still do. When the situations in life happens, they keep the day keep us stable, and then we become we. I felt that this process, we had a guy that uh, a couple of weeks ago put a bullet in his head in one of our, uh, I, per I personally knew the person. He had pain in his back and doctors kept filling him up full of pharmaceutical. They tried operating on his back and he actually, anyway, God bless him or God bless his family. So we do these things when time gets rough we, we become a we. The birds of a feather flock together. I said fly together. Okay, Proverbs 21. Let's, verse 1. In the Lord's hand, the king's heart is a stream of water that he channels toward all who please him. In the Lord's hand, the king's heart is a stream of water that he channels towards all who please him. A person may think their own ways are right, but the Lord weighs the heart. To do what is right and just is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. Haughty eyes and a proud heart and the unplowed feel of the wicked produces sin. The plans of the diligent lead to profit, as surely as haste leads to poverty. A fortune made by a lying tongue is a fleeing vapor in a deadly snare. The violence of the wicked will drag them away, for they refuse to do what is right. The way of the guilty is devious, but the conduct of the innocent is upright. Better to live in a corner of the roof of the roof where a house with a quarrelsome wife then share a house with a quarrelsome wife. The wicked crave evil. Their neighbors get no mercy from them. When a mocker is punished, the simple gain wisdom. By paying attention to the wise, they get knowledge. The righteous one takes note of the house of the wicked and brings the wicked to ruin. 
Whoever shuts their ears to the cry of the poor will also cry out and not be answered. A gift given in secret soothes anger, but a bribe concealed in a cloak pacifies great wrath. When justice is done, it brings joy to the righteous, but terror to evildoers. Whoever strays from the path of prudence comes to rest in the company of the dead. Whoever loves pleasure will become poor. Whoever loves wine and olive oil will never be rich. The wicked become a ransom for the righteous and the unfaithful for the upright. Better to live in a desert than with a quarrelsome and nagging wife. The wise store up choice food and olive oil, but fools gulp theirs down. Whoever pursues righteousness and love finds life, prosperity, and honor. Whoever pursues righteousness and love finds life, prosperity, and honor. If you're listening to that, you are pursuing righteousness. And if you're listening to me, you're pursuing love. <laughs> Thank you for that love. I love you too. We find life, prosperity, and honor. Awesome. 22. One who is wise can go up against the city of the mighty and pull down the stronghold in which they trust. Those who guard their mouth and their tongues keep themselves from calamity. The proud and arrogant person, mocker is his name, behave with insolent fury. The craving of a sluggard will be the death of him because his hands refuse to work. All day long he craves for more, but the righteous give without sparing. The sacrifice of the wicked is detestable. How much more so when brought with evil intent? A false witness will perish, but a careful listener will testify successfully. The wicked put up a bold front, but the righteous give thought to their ways. The wicked put up a bold front, but the upright give thoughts to their, to their ways. There is no wisdom, no insight, no plan that can succeed against the Lord. There is no wisdom, no insight, no plan that can succeed against the Lord. The horse is made ready for the day of battle, but victory rests with the Lord. Amen. You know, we were making plans for the uh, coming days, and one of the things that we concluded is that we must have God approve of our plans, kind of like the planning commission. There's no wisdom, no insight, no plan that can succeed against the Lord, because the Lord has a, a basic plan already mapped out for us, and we certainly want to be within the parameters of that plan. All right, let's go ahead and finish our talk here for today. Thank you for coming in. Let's go ahead and pray out with the, the Lord's Prayer, please. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back, family. It's working. Greetings, family. Welcome to today's reading for February 19th. I'm not different. Daily Reflections. Let's go ahead and do our serenity prayer, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I was going to say knowledge. Wisdom and knowledge to know the difference. Amen. Our reading for today is titled, I am not different. I'm not different. In the beginning, it was four whole years before AA brought permanent sobriety to even one alcoholic woman. Like the high bottoms, the women said they were different. The skid roar said he was different. So did the artists and the professional people, the rich, the poor, the religious, the agnostic, the Indians, and the Eskimos, the veterans, and the prisoners. Nowadays, all of these and legions more soberly talk about how very much alike all of us alcoholics are when we admit that we are when the chips are finally down. As Bill sees at page 24, I cannot consider myself different in AA if I do isolate myself from others and from contact with a higher power. If I feel isolated in AA, it's not something for which others are responsible. It is something I created by feeling I'm different in some way. Today I practice being just another alcoholic in the Worldwide Fellowship of Alcoholic Anonymous. Amen. Having reservations on Fernando Alcoholic, you know, uh, that's not being uh, kind or being human or having a difference, you know. or It's like having a chip on my shoulder. A couple of uh, situations when I first started in AA in the early 80s, I had a chip on my shoulder. Thought that, you know, my, to fight somebody in the meeting, the attitude when you walk into a bar, it was just... A self-important pride that uh, AA allowed me to put my my chip off my shoulder or put my two by four on the ground and relax. The second time around, I had uh, my idea was when I drove to the first AA place in uh, fourteen years later, after falling off the wagon after having about nine years of sobriety. I, and then after being out for five years, I came back, and sh- sure enough, the um, there was an established fellowship there. I sensed, oh, once they know, I said to myself, self, once they know that you've been in real estate and insurance and, you know, selling uh, stocks and bonds and notary public and 
all kinds of things, doing escrows, they're going to want to put you down to do the, run their paperwork. I didn't even qualify for picking up ashtrays and washing the cups. They didn't want anything of what I had. And they told me too. I elected myself. I started sponsoring myself right away. I sponsored myself by uh, electing myself to, to mop and clean the floors, to wipe the tables down from the coffee stains, to clean the blinds, to move things around, to uh, fix, fix up the clutter, the books. I started sponsoring myself right away. And then my sponsor, which was I, said, Fernando, you need to save that meeting, that men's meeting. They kept talking about it's going to close. It's going to close. If someone doesn't take it, they kept announcing it. 6.30 in the morning, Wednesday morning. Huh. At Recovery Central, Tracy, California. I was driving truck and I had Wednesday off. And I said, self, you need to go over there and sign up for that meeting. So I went to the guy that, one of the, Archie, one of the great guys there that smoked from a pipe, like Sherlock Holmes. And I asked him, I said, I had made another buddy and we kind of walked up to him and I said, hey, uh, Archie, how much sobriety does a new person need to have to run the meeting? And he said, well, he, with a smile on his face, took his pipe out of his mouth. He was an attorney, and he said, Well, kid, let me put it to you this way. Have you had a drink today? <laughs> That's how much they needed somebody. So I took it, and lo and behold, uh, my legs were shaking. And I've seen others' legs shake too, their knees knock, when they take their first meeting. Amen. And that's my story, folks. After that, the uh, that's one of the ways I got into service, and I've been in service. This past week has been an extremely busy week, the most coffee I ever made in, in one week. Yesterday, I must have made, I don't know, 40, 50 in three different situations, cups of coffee, and, uh, and provided... Just a lot of service work, really busy, kind of nice. You make a choice, and I like it because it works against my self-pity. Self-pity does not raise its ugly head because I made a choice to enjoy it. So, all right, let's move on ahead now. Wisdom exalted from Proverbs 19. It is better to be honest, even if it leads to poverty than to live as a dishonest fool. The best way to live is with revelation knowledge, for without it, you'll grow impatient and run right into error. There are some people who ruin their own lives and then blame it all on God. Being wealthy means having lots of friends, but the poor can't keep the ones they have. Perjury won't go unpunished, and liars will get all that they deserve. Everyone wants to be close to the rich and famous, but a generous person has all the friends he wants. When a man is poor, even his family has no use for him. 
how much more will his friends avoid him? For though he begs for help, they won't respond. Do yourself a favor and love wisdom. Learn all you can, then watch your life flourish and prosper. Do yourself a favor and love wisdom. Learn all you can, then watch your life flourish and prosper. Verse 9, tell lies and you're going to get caught. And the habitual liar is doomed. It doesn't seem right when you see a fool living in the lap of luxury or a prideful servant ruling over princes. An understanding person demonstrates patience, for mercy means holding your tongue. When you're insulted, be quick to forgive and forget it, for you are virtuous when you overlook an offense. The rage of a king is like the roar of a lion, but the Sweet flavor is like a gentle, refreshing rain. A rebellious son breaks a father's heart, and a nagging wife can drive you crazy. <laughs> 14. You can inherit houses and lands from your parents, but a good wife only comes as a gracious gift from God. You can inherit houses and lands from your parents, but a, but a good wife only comes as a gracious gift from God. Go ahead, be lazy and passive, but you'll go hungry if you live that way. Honor God's holy instructions, and life will go well for you. But if you despise His ways and choose your own plans, you will die Every time you give to the poor, you make a loan to the Lord. Don't worry, you'll be repaired in full for all the good you've done. Every time you give to the poor, you make a loan to the Lord. Don't worry, you'll be repaid in full for all the good you've done. Don't be afraid to discipline your children while they're still young enough to learn. Don't indulge in your children or be swayed by their protests. Again, don't be afraid. Act in courage to discipline your children while they're still young enough to learn. Don't indulge your children or be swayed by their protests. Don't indulge them, guys. Give them duties. Wash. My son was nine years old. I had him get out there and wash the car, get out there and go buy groceries. Get out there and pick up the dog shit. Get out there and study and give me some scriptures. Write some statements down. Took him to work with me. Spanked him. He makes over 100000 today and always buys me food. Got a good son. Or sons. I got good sons. Plural. One of them always got a, a younger one always got away with things and Guess who 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 uh, earns more money? But all is well. A hot-tempered man has to pay the price for his anger. If you bail him out once, you'll do it a dozen times. Listen well to wise counsel and be willing to learn from correction, so that by the end of your life you'll be known for your wisdom. A person may have many ideas concerning God's plan for his life. 
but only the design of God's purpose will succeed in the end. A man is charming when he displays tender mercies to others, and a lover of God who is poor and promises nothing is better than a rich liar who never keeps his promises. When you live a life of abandoned love, surrender before the all of God, here's what you'll experience. Abundant life, continual protection, and complete satisfaction. Did you hear that? When you live a life of abandoned love, surrender before the awe of God, here's what you'll experience. Abundant life, continual protection, and complete satisfaction. There are some people who pretend they're hurt, deadbeats who won't even work to feed themselves. If you punish the insolent who don't know any better, they will learn not to mock. But if you correct a wise man, he will grow even wiser. But if you correct a wise man, he will grow even wiser. May we be that type of person. Children who mistreat their parents are an embarrassment to their family and a public disgrace. So listen, my child, don't reject correction or you will certainly wander from the ways of truth. A corrupt witness makes a mockery of justice for the wicked never play by the rules. Judgment is waiting for those who mock the truth and foolish living invites a beating. Isn't that the truth? This is from the uh, Passion Translation. Have a good day, family. Give them heaven. Let's go ahead and pray out with the Lord's Prayer, please. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back, family. It's working.